taste of dragon's gaming podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of dragon's gaming podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast that all you dancing gyroids listen to. And this week, we're expanding our horizons. The news is delayed for good reasons. And finally, we're getting into a time-based food fight, y'all. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. And I'm Joe. Hey, guys. It's just the four of us this week. We had to record at a what is normally our normal time, but also a weird time this week because <laughs> we had a couple of different things going on. So no Hassel, but... We miss you. We, he knows we'll what you him. did. He does. <laughs> Working and yeah, scheduling and stuff. Being kinda, responsible. Kind of stuff is that. Adulting. Yeah. Meh. We don't do that this week. <laughs> Not on Thursdays, damn it. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of which, last week we recorded on what, Wednesday? Wednesday. Okay. We recorded on Wednesday. We're like, great. We're going to knock it out a little bit early. Let's, you know, talk about Animal Crossing, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then they released Animal Crossing early Wednesday night. Yeah. <laughs> By the time we got home, it was too late for me to edit because Animal Crossing oh was happening. I thought it was going to come out on Friday. Yep. I had other games I needed to finish. Yep. And then it just, out of nowhere, Nintendo thought they were doing us a favor. They didn't do me any favors. <laughs> I, I was going on vacation, so I had like to finish up work yeah. so it wasn't just like I had work to do it was like no I had like a full day of work wow. to do and we kept the- getting text all day to be like did you did you find the blah 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 <laughs> oh yeah it's behind the movement and we're like Arr. and we had the pack on yeah, top we had of that pack. Yeah. oh my goodness uh, I was playing Guardians of the Galaxy and I really wanted to finish it before we went on vacation and when Animal Crossing dropped I had like this whole ethical quandary <laughs> of like what what shall I do want to let you know all know I stayed true I finished Guardians nice. I, finished, I, I packed all the things. Yeah, we both we were both adults. You finished Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I, I finished the the report I had to do for work, uh, and then we packed for our trip, and then and then we played Animal Crossing on the plane. We did. Nice. We did. I think we that's did. the right way to go, though, because yeah. Animal Crossing is portable. Yes, exactly. It is. And you were stuck editing and stuff, right? Oh my you God. couldn't jump in. No. I, I had a, I had oh, well, I had That's like, not to say Joe didn't jump in okay. and edit <laughs> at the same time. Listeners to our last episode, I'm sorry. I was a little like pulled every which way. I had Animal Crossing and our notes for the podcast and the editing for the podcast and another editing project I had to work on and I had Demon Slayer on in the background and like yes. there was just like eight screens going around me and I if you jump on our discord I did post a picture of oh how ridiculous gosh. it was that I had all oh I was playing Pokemon Go yeah. at the same time yeah. and then the Pikmin bloom so I was bouncing back and forth I don't know what my problem was I felt like having being an octopus that day I wanted many arms and many things happening all at the same time it was bad and I'll never do it again I'm sorry you all need to go check out this picture of her in, in an avalanche of screens um, <laughs> either on discord you do it on Instagram too or somewhere I don't know you know I'll throw it on Instagram yeah We'll yeah, do the yeah, same. We'll yeah, do yeah we'll throw it. It is worth a gander. It's ridiculous. Because you're sorry. you're a professional, Joe. You're oh yeah, a pro. That's, yeah. That's a, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, all of those screens, only one of them was that was important, and that was Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> it was not the editing screen. <laughs> I really want to tell you that you're wrong, but you're totally right. Oh, I know. <laughs> I want to hear the balloon sound and immediately stop what I was doing and run to find which way the balloon was. And Gosh. then it was like, who had all the farming things? I needed to have all of my patches ready to farm. I and can't the- believe two days made that big of a difference. Not even two days, like a day and a half. Yeah. Right? yeah. Made that big of a difference. 
Oh, I'm still not caught up with anyone, everyone, but that's all right. With like our, our friend group that does oh, the yeah. Animal Crossing stuff. There's too much. There's, there there's so people, much. I was doing it on Wednesday night and there's too much for me. I'm not caught yeah. up with some of the people. Some of our friends are like <laughs> hardcore. Hell yeah, they are. They are just like, they are on it whenever someone's making a recipe in their town yep. and they were like, yo, my dad's making pretzels. You want to come over? And everyone's like, <laughs> yes. And it's like a little train of like seven of us running over there. <laughs> I am not that cool. If right. I catch one guy in my whole town all day making something, <laughs> I think I, I feel like I won something that day. <laughs> <laughs> and lately it's That's been like cute. do you like wooden toys do you like cherry speakers like no dude i like recipes for cooking <laughs> i want to cook things you've given me this same peach dress recipe for <laughs> yeah. times. i got one of those too yeah. next person who hands me a peach dress dies <laughs> i'm kicking you out that's what's happening here except for you marshall you can make whatever you want <laughs> these crops aren't the only thing i'll be planting in the ground <laughs> roscoe <laughs> I don't know. There's an animal named Roscoe. There's yes, there probably is. one. It's okay. really cute yes, horse. Yes. I just pulled that out of nowhere. That and, is oh, wait. a name of a horse oh, on your island. Oh, that's okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm a bad neighbor. <laughs> I just made up this name. No, you did not. <laughs> it was like in my subli- in my subconscious, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Somebody's going to be uh, diving in, in their island with the bubbles. They're going to go down. It's just Roscoe with uh, <laughs> with cement shoes. <laughs> you said you just made me up, huh? <laughs> uh, but it, they would complete their museum collection that they way. Absolutely right? would. They absolutely. Yep, like, go. I found this. And he's like. Would you like to know about Roscoe? <laughs> and they're like, no, Ros- I still don't. Roscoe was a snitch who gave away peach dress recipes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. All right. What let's are we talking to- about today? All right. Let's, let's get into the question that we normally do. And so the question this week is coming from Tara. But that was the question. <laughs> no. No, that was just news. That was not a question. Oh, I just got, I got all my, my, my pre-energy out that there. Was just oh, okay. yeah. That's fine. That's fine. This can be very short question. It's fine. <laughs> so this week is from Tariff and Tariff asks, uh, do you have a board game that you play, like a go-to board game that you play, or do you like did you play one growing up that like your family would always go to, like if maybe the power went out, or if you guys have a like, family game night, one of those types of things. Uh, for myself, uh, I loved a game called Dizzy Dizzy Dinosaur, which was about all these cavemen. Game. And um, like you, you were trying to get to the very center of the board. And so the the board was like circular based, and it was like like a little like vortex going in. Um, but you could you had to get I think your three or four cavemen all the way to the center. But you could stack them if you wanted to. That way you could move more and and, and everything. Uh, but if you land on a certain space, you would wind up this dinosaur, and it would like do like a whole bunch of circles and then go in a direction. Do a whole bunch of circles, go in a direction. And if it knocks down your caveman, you have to start all the way back from oh, the beginning. Okay, okay. So if you only have them going one at a time, not bad. You know, you only lose one. Uh, but the risk versus the reward, where if you stack all of them up and you it hits them, oh, I see, I see, then I see. you have to start all of them back at the front. It, it, was, it was a great game. I love that game. I think my my family played a lot of life. I think we liked ah. the different colored cards. It was also uh, any game that had uh, money. We, we were big into paper money. <laughs> uh, I don't think we ever finished a game of Monopoly. It was mostly life. Life, life we finished. Gotcha. Like, uh, but nowadays, I think uh, I'm just going to use this as an excuse to talk about Gwent. Uh, very briefly, because <laughs> I have talked about it before. But I know it's not necessarily like a board game. It's more of a card game. Uh, and I play it on my phone. But I guess I think that's just where I've transitioned oh, since yeah. being a kid. Is I, I We used to do more like actual like tabletop games. And now with the pandemic and the quarantine, I can't have, have the, the grand <laughs> game night anymore. So we do um, Gwent on the phone, which if you haven't played Gwent is objectively the best card game. Uh, and uh, you can both get it uh, in the Witcher video game or on your phone. That's yeah, awesome. I owe you a game. You do. That. 
we were gonna do it on our vacation. We didn't. He's always avoiding playing me. He is. I'm not. He know. He just. He saw my Skellig deck, and now oh. he's scared. Well, you're not wrong. I am scared. <laughs> I'll do it anyway. I will walk right into that fire, into that bearded bear okay, fire. Okay. Okay. So I know I said I would make this short, but I made a Skellig deck, and it is Viking. If you don't know anything about Witcher, mm-hmm. uh, my deck is Vikings that turn into bears, yeah. and I'm very happy about it. You can you can do a lot of stuff with Skellig, but yeah. um, but specifically, I made a bear deck, and it's so exciting. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh, growing up for me, we, we played a lot of categories, which is oh. a really boring game. Um, <laughs> now that I think about it, or you would think would be a very boring game for mm-hmm. like a six year old. It's, you know, word based. You roll yeah. a die and then you have to like create as many words. Uh, you roll a, a die that has all the letters of the alphabet on it. Mm-hmm. And then you need to, you know, with a time limit, think of as many words as you can to start with that. There's more rules, but that's the gist. And I don't know why, but I loved this game. And maybe why I'm like into into vocab and words and puns, and puns nowadays. Yeah. But that was the thing. We would get together. We would all like get on different couches. I would hop up in my mom's lap and um, she would come up with most of the words because I was six. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember. There's one. I learned one life lesson. I'm not sure exactly what the word was. It, it may have been like boobs or penis or something, but it was the thing. And then I like very much was very proud. And like I had my own card and I'm like, da, 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 da. <laughs> and then we all have to read our, our words. And then I very proudly, I'm like, you know, penis. And then everyone, everyone looks at me. My sisters are like almost laughing and my mom and dad are like, this game is done. <laughs> How dare you? You have soiled, you have soiled this game for us. And I was like, why is it not okay to just yell? <laughs> I learned. Um, but yeah, we played the game a lot. For my, uh, my, my, my 30th birthday, mm-hmm. we all got together uh, with my family and um, I bought categories so that we could all play it again, uh, which we awesome. hadn't done since we were kids. Which was cool. Did you guys have a good time? We did. I I, I did say that word again. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the die landed landed on P. Oh, what do you know? Why Why does this die only have the letter P on it? Yeah, categories. Nice, nice. I I for me, I usually had a Game Boy in one hand or a book in one hand while we played games, and we were we were a big Uno household, mm. and we took Uno very seriously. It was by the numbers. There was always counting and all the you know the wild carding of things and it, it was it was a very serious game yeah and while i was young it wasn't as serious but as i got older it was very like there's no joking around you're, you're if you want to you're playing you're playing to win yeah and and dependent on how much you won that was how much your bragging rights were for D- did Ooh. your family choose to bully one person absolutely yeah yeah bully absolutely. bully uno is where uno is what? at yeah everyone <laughs> yeah. at the table decides that one person has to lose and then that's your goal it's, it, the, oh my gosh you win by making that person so angry that you reversed <laughs> the card back on them again and then they were like haha i got you back and you're like i had two of those but boom and then it goes to them and they're like oh, i hate you so much and they're pulling cards uh, and then the, the other person on the other side as it goes they reverse it back to them yeah. and this person ended up with half the deck uh, uh, Oh, and oh, it did oh, oh, oh. points aside when the points were counted up for whoever had too many you yeah. know like when you get to the end you're like everyone's like yeah i still had like oh i had like four i had like this and we kept tally throughout the end how whenever we played it was a full tally of however many games it was and whoever had the most at the end that one person was like after that one game they were like their entire rest of the night was about mutually destroying everyone else <laughs> it had nothing to do they would take all the cards just to continue oh the my. process of being able to screw the two people next to them <laughs> it was a great it was a really fun time i learned a lot cutthroat i love it it was but the game boy helped a lot or the book helped a lot because i would normally start tuning out until it was near my turn again because yeah. i didn't 
they really have that as much as you it can was only funny play what's like happened right before you anyway right so it's like paying attention was almost like why bother i don't yeah. want to count the cards which i would do <laughs> so like i, like, I did not want to do that and, you know go fish was go fish and war were great games all i did was count everything that was around yeah. me so oh, it was, yeah. it, just after a while i was like this isn't that's fun anymore. That only works if your family doesn't cheat. My family was big into cheating. Really? <laughs> yeah. The real game. That's yeah. the real game If you could right cheat there. at Uno, that was like... Slip it was also card. My, my dad would like theatrically cheat too. So uh, yeah, it's it like, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. Knock cards out of hands. <laughs> yeah, steal people's cards. The, the they, lean over, the lean over just to see what yeah. they had in their hand. You know, someone would get up and then he would put his cards down and then pick up their cards. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You went to the bathroom. You took your cards with you. You put them in your pocket. Yep, yeah. Yep. yeah. Don't leave anything on the table. You come back, there's seven cards where you were. No, 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 no. How? Your dad's out here teaching you the real lessons in life. We used to bet Starbursts, and you'd come back and someone would have eaten four of your Starbursts. (laughs) I know I had a ten. I know I had a ten. You thought you were playing Uno. You were still playing the game of life. Yep. Yep. It's just the weird banana ones left. I actually don't mind the banana ones. Of course you don't. Of course I don't. Of course you don't, Brian. You and your very good sense of candy yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, listen i know i like old people candy it's fine it's that fine. was i didn't want to say it. i didn't want to say it, it was, was it was oh that was borderline i felt that you know <laughs> well y'all let's get into this week's episode so this week uh we're gonna start off with joe joe what are you playing the day has come it is forza o'clock friends Forza Horizon? Forza Horizon 5 is out. The reason we bought an Xbox has arrived. Yes. And it is everything I could have ever wanted. (laughs) Minus pinatas. I haven't found them yet. Wait, are there actually... Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you can drive through pinatas. The literal reason we bought our Xbox is because as that trailer for Forza was playing i was like wow that looks really good i really like forza but i'm I'm okay i don't need to play it i'm fine it's only on the xbox and then there was pinatas and there was wrecking through pinatas in an open world where they were everywhere and they exploded and you left like a portal in them and it was like oh that's fantastic the pinata races were amazing looking and when i find one I'm going to record the whole thing and I'm going to put it online. Yeah. And I'm hoping that I can record me and how like giddy I will most likely be. (laughs) Forza, for those of you who do not know, is an open world racing game. And it sounds silly. Like, why would that matter? It totally matters. The racing parts of it are extremely clean. They, the idea of how the cars run is extremely how they would. The mechanics and the physics in the game work the way they would in real life, essentially. Mm. For the most part. For the most part. There's still a little bit of arcade stuff going there's, on yeah, in it. There's some in, fun in a good in way. In a good, of course, way. yeah, yeah. You don't want it too, too real. You can, yes. like, super tune the cars, do whatever you want. I am a layman, so I don't do any of those things. I have an automatic <laughs> thing where if you want to waste your credits on fixing your car and making it even better, go ahead. I don't bother. I like them the way they are. But And there's, there's plenty of little, like, add-on things you can do, like, there's tons of cosmetics you can change the color they added a new thing where you can actually put vinyls of your own design on your car that's cool yeah they, they, they it's uh it's a very community-based game they have a lot of things that are open to the community to make so you can make cards and races in the game that actually are in the game for real people to play and they can give you kudos and they can give Aww. you thumbs ups and thumbs downs if they didn't like it it's kind of amazing the game is extremely beautiful yeah um, oh my god it's because Joe was playing Forza Horizon 4 when we first got it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she was playing that, and she's like, this is I mean, it's a beautiful game. Absolutely beautiful, but it's made for the previous Xbox, uh, which is still a, a gorgeous-looking uh, mm-hmm. uh, game. Uh, and then this one came out, and it's like she's driving a car. Wow. Like, it's ridiculous how detailed this game is. It's unreal. 
Like, like I, it's it's shocking how beautiful the skylines are. So, uh, Forza, like a little bit of history, it is made by Playground Games. It is based in England. Mm-hmm. And initially, when they started making these games, they started back in, way back when I think it was two thousand seven or two thousand eight, and they started with Forza Horizon for the Xbox three hundred and sixty. That was the first game that this studio made, and mm-hmm. from that point, I believe they they did them in New York. They made the next one. I think it was in uh, another. Like the, the thing is, they they do undescript cities essentially. They don't. They normally tell you like here's an area of the world that this is in, and then they kind of like mosh a couple of the city, mash a couple of the cities up together, okay. and they make it so that like there's a whole bunch of things from a bunch of different big places in one right. area. And the last one, Horizon Four, was in London essentially. It was in England, and you drove through the countryside. You wow. drove through big cities. You, it was. It's just beautiful. And one of the things they do that's different is that they actually have seasons change. So every week the change of season would happen. It'd be spring, summer, winter. Fall. Oh, that's cool. And pendant on the season is what would be going on in the game in the biosphere in the game. What? Um, yeah, they, they, they're very into making it so that using one car is a waste of time. Uh. There are, there in, in this this ver- this one, I think there's 950 cars. My goodness. In yeah, the game. One, yeah just, just driving one would be a crime. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they basically create dirt races. They created uh, winter races where you had to use like specific kinds of snow vehicles. They made terrain where you'd have to use trucks and off-roading vehicles. They made sand dunes. There's like sand dunes to <laughs> throw sand buggies. And here. then there's like all these water areas where if you don't have a car that's up high enough, you can't get through the water. It's oh. it, They thought of everything in an open world scenario. It's It's like... It's really weird to talk about racing in an open world. I mean, it sounds like the name of their company. They made a playground. They did. Oh, they yeah. made a full-on playground here it, for your car. It's it's awesome. Everything wow. about the world, and it's huge. Every time they've made one of these games, they made the world like 0.2 bigger than the last time they made it. Which already seems insane because those worlds They're are humongous size. as yeah. it is. It's, in, it's just, and everything's connected. If you see something, you can drive to it. Is that a mountain uh, with a snow cap on the top of it? You can drive to the top what? of the snow-capped mountain. Uh, and it's winter, and you better have a car that can handle the snow. Or you're going to probably fall and slide down it. And then it's going to be funny and cool, but really sad, because you probably took a long time driving windy roads to get up to that. <laughs> um, there's a whole credit system in it, and there's an auction house where real people can put up cars that they they were able to unlock in the game. They can put them up and get some money from them if they're not going to play. Um, there's a really cool thing they added in this one that was kind of in the other, the mm-hmm. last one. Um, it's called a barn find. So in the last one, in Forza 4, you would go to an, a marked off area that if you did some sort of thing somewhere, it would pop up and go, hey, someone's got a rumor about a really cool old car. And it's sitting out in the middle of somewhere. And you're like, oh, cool. And you would go to this area. You would pick, take out your drone. You would find where the car was. And then you would drive to it and get the car. In this one, however, you do that minus the drone. If you just roll up on a barn find and you find it and you're good to go, you can leave a car in the in the barn for someone else. <gasps> oh, so like you don't, it's a ride you don't share. just right. You <laughs> yeah. don't just take the car out. You can either put it right back in. You can put a different car in. You can put a good car or a bad car. I've put a few of them in there, and I've gotten a few kudos from people because there were cars I did. I was like, I'm never going to drive this car. Here, enjoy. <laughs> Have this orange-looking oh. whatever. They call it kudos? Is, That's They're great. called kudos, yeah. Is, is the car like an old rusted piece of metal with no tires and like broken windshield? <laughs> when you find the barn finds, yes. They open the barn, and it's like this rusted garbage thing, but there's nice. a mechanic with you. The mechanic's like, oh, it'll take me a couple of days, but I'll be able to clean it up for you, and you know, it'll be great. And it's always some like crazy, legendary, epic car. <laughs> It's like super cool and like flashy and has fins or whatever. Like I got like this really crazy looking Toyota truck that's like a duck truck. I'm like like it's what? one of those like things that goes in water and goes oh. in. Like, yeah, like there's so many cool cars in the barn finds, and that's not even that's not even like there's there's the the way you get a lot of cars is by just playing the game. If you just play the regular things in the game, you level up, and as you level up, you get more cars. Now everybody starts with the same three cars. 
Okay. I only know this because I it's screwed like up and I had to restart. So, well, you don't. You Choose don't, your starter. Yeah, kind of. But you get all three of them either way, so you oh. don't even have to. Yeah. So it's like Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's races against airplanes. There's races against trains. There's races. What? Yeah. Like People you, are controlling the planes so, and trains. No, no, that's all AI. Like oh, that's, okay, that's okay, 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 okay. But like okay. the way the game starts is you get dropped out of out of planes and fall onto the tracks yes. and like and then when you're done doing like the little tutorial not even a tutorial there's no tu- there's no real tutorial they only tell you right. how to there's do like three drive. things in the whole game yeah here's <laughs> step you, one you press drive. this thing to drive you press this thing to break and you press this button step to restart. Two, fast <laughs> yeah. because there's like nothing else to it they don't explain almost anything i'm sure they do if you play in a certain way like where you literally find the story and just continue playing through it but it's completely open world you truly can do anything it does, you don't have to play the story if you don't want to. You don't have to do anything at all. And and or you could I just drove around. I just Qu- drove around and found stuff like question question. Mm-hmm. So, how do you get into a race? This is an open world. I mean like Okay, so there'll be little parts of the map that will pop up while you okay. are driving through areas and you have to play I think the one main story they start like you have to start one race. And doing that one race pops up eight more races on your map. Your map is so big that you cannot actually look at all of it in one screen. Oh my goodness. You have to drag your thing across the screen. And it, and it's still so zoomed out at that point that you can't really even see the roads. Okay. Like, so, so it's massive. And this one's set in Mexico or a, a type, you know, like a, a, a large portion of Mexico, which was really cool. Playgrounds actually sent people to Mexico to video to take video and take capture the topography of certain mountains and certain oh, cities. Yeah. And they, they put two or three of the cities into one city that is ginormous and it's like almost two cities because it's actually a, an underground tunneled area and the what? city on top of it and then someone online did a, a did a comparison shot for some of the mountains and some of the city stuff and you could physically see the street that they based the, the, really the thing cool. that you're driving can, through on i can relive all my fast and furious four dreams oh yes right? <laughs> oh yes and the is. endless tunnel yeah and it's actually photolemetry too so like it's yep. actually that rock is from rock in a real world yeah like they wow. just they just took like a 360 of it and then just put that in the game <laughs> gosh yeah but, but but yeah so how do you get into like a race so when when you start when you do the one race that you need to a whole bunch of races pop up on the map and you yeah. drive to that area and as you're driving into the area a little uh, the, the pop-up icon will show up in the in as you're driving by and go do you want to start this okay and you just press the x button and you want to start the race you start the race and is it with That's like cool. other people or just ai uh, or it's just, just a- so technically it's just ai okay you can play online with other people uh, uh-huh. but you have to you, what happens is as you're driving through that area there is an action button you have to actually hit to play with other people and you're not really playing with them you're playing with ghost riders of them okay so that That's there fine. is no like goof up of how it, and the ghost things are just based on that person's data anyway right That's so it's going to race how they race That's correct. Exactly. Um, that's super, super smart. Uh, is there fast traveling in this? Yes, there is. But you have to pay for a specific house somewhere in the game, and that unlocks fast travel. Okay, okay. Because I was just imagining you dri- like driving all over it this world forever. seems like... It does. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, if, what are the it's like, I'm going to get some matter. snacks. I'm going to take a What's bathroom about break. The driving, um, yeah. It's about yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what Yeah. Put on the, a podcast. Yeah. 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 One of the uh, races she did today is actually, it's called the Goliath. Oh, yeah. And they oh, have wow. one of these, I think, in every single one of the uh, Forza Horizon ones. And so it's the longest race in the game. It's, it's just, that's what it is. And this one happens to be the longest oh one in, out of all of the games that they've oh released. I'm so happy and I locked up a Claren. Yeah. So it's, 50, it's 55 it's kilometers oh, okay. long, which is 34 miles. That's how long this is. But you're using a car that goes 200 miles an hour. <laughs> and so it, it takes you, to, I think it it's, took Joe about 14 15, minutes to do. Yeah, it was 14 minutes, 14 and, half, 14 and a half minutes, I think, is what it took me to drive Straight. that one race the entire time. And, and on average, what's like an average race 
length uh, like? Average race are only like two and a half to four minutes. Wow. Anywhere in between there. And it just depends on the type of car you're driving. Because mm-hmm. if, right, you, right, if right. you decide to use a car that goes like 200 miles an hour, that's awesome. If you're on a dirt road, that car's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and this was done, it looks like it was done on all of the paved roads. The big right. highways. The big highways. Yeah. Wow. Whereas that doesn't even include all the dirt roads, all of the other roads that they have in this. And it's did it's you, crazy. Did you win? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Joe yeah. Won. Yeah. Yeah, Joe. yes, I did. Uh, I am a novice, though. Like, I'm an average novice player. I'm not good at racing games. I've never and been good at them, but uh, it's still really fun. People go deep into Forza, too. Ooh. It's like, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's it's a staple of the industry. I remember when the first Forza came out because I was a Grand, Grand, Nevada, no, Grand Turismo kid. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, Grand Turismo just stopped kind of making games. It, they just took very long for their games to come out. And yep. then in came this game called Forza. Everyone's like, oh, Xbox is going to try to make their own Grand Turismo. And then they were like, oh, no, they made a much superior, far, uh, a, a superior game all around. And then they've just, they've been winning the race since. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Without yeah. a doubt. Speaking and of that. Goodness. Uh, funny enough. So this company, Playground Games, you want to know the only games they've ever worked on? Yes. They're called Forza. <laughs> Forza Horizon. Forza Horizon. Let me yeah. correct myself. They're called Forza Horizon. Um, they're the ones that made all of the Forza Horizons. So okay. Far. And that is the only games the company had worked on up until 2018 when mm-hmm. they decided they were going to branch out. Okay. They would like to make open world games a different kind of open world game, not open world car. Right. So they were like, yeah, maybe it'll be an RPG. Maybe it'll be like something cool. We're going to do an R- We're, we're going to do something different. Nice. They split their company. They didn't have a ton of people that worked there. And in that same year, Xbox bought them. Mm-hmm. And then told them they were going to work on Forza Horizon 5, oh. which they were already working on. Okay, like, okay, okay, it was okay. exclusive now. And there's only one other game that they have been slated to work on. It happens to be open world. It's called Fable. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yep. Fable Horizons. Right? Fable Horizons. <laughs> if they can make a car game, an open world car game with an area that would take you 20 minutes to drive back and forth on, <laughs> that they can make that fun. I have no no worries whatsoever. Fable's gonna be awesome. I'm just uh, they got to be funny. Is the game uh, are yes. cars funny? Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, all of this talking in the game is fun. The characters you meet along the way, if you do actually play some of the story lo- modes, there are four or five different areas, and there are four or five different kinds of play. What you want to do when you start pro tip when you want to do what you want to do is when you get the ability to unlock one of the main type of story things, unlock one of each kind. Because then you're kind of going to learn what's, which races you like better. There are street races. There are stunt races where you're just driving off of cliffs and trying to see how much air you get. There's speed traps. There's uh, there's uh, you you take races through the jungle and the Baja. And you, you drive your car through like giant temples and stuff. This sounds magical. It, it is. <laughs> and it's so beautiful that like even while you're like while I'm driving, I start kind of losing myself in it and going, wow, what was that? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm in a race. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 the goal, right? To be so immersed and they did it. in in in, in and they did it with projects. cars. Yeah. yeah. It's a car that's doing that. <laughs> I can only imagine what it's going to be like if they hand me a horse or a person <laughs> and say, go talk to the environment. <laughs> uh, one more question. You're, you're doing a lot of driving. Um, what are the tunes like? You got to be able to throw on some good music, right? One of the things that Force is actually known for is having about 16 or so stations that play about 12 to 20 songs and there's like house music there's like just great DJing music there's a classical music station which is what I listen to mostly and then there's like a couple other electronic things there's like a punk one there's there's some fun are they like like Spotify stations where it just plays like a playlist or there are like disc jockeys it's just a playlist (laughs) with with disc jockey like in there but it's not real it's it's, it's just it's all but the the thing actually that's one of the only things that anyone has actually complained about with the game that is one of the few things how so most people expect there to be more Latin music in it 
People expect oh, more it's music. Oh, but it's Mexican. Mexico, Mexico, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's not a lot, actually. In oh, it. that's a bummer. And they did actually send people to Mexico. They got Mexican musicians. Yeah. And the idea was to have more of that, but it's like, it, it depending on what radio station you're on, it's few and far between anyway. Mm. So a lot of people have been like, oh, man, I... I was kind of hoping to yeah. jam onto that because of where I am in the right. world. And that the seems scene. like an easy fix, though. Maybe they'll have like oh, a I DLC so. pack yeah. or something. Oh, you can get so. more music. I definitely hope so. But the game's great. It's really, really fun. I recommend it highly. I bought an Xbox for it, and it was absolutely worth it. <laughs> so yeah, Forza Horizon Five. Forza. It's amazing. If you had to choose, how many sandwiches and what kind of sandwich? Okay, so this is a sandwich that is is very messy. Okay. Like, but you're eating this sandwich while you're driving. But you're so hungry, you're okay with it getting all over the place because you want to go everywhere. Yeah. And like when you're done, you're like, yeah, that little bit of, you know, secret sauce on my cheek, totes worth it. Mm, yeah. Ooh, that over there is really good too. Is that a little bit of mayo? Yeah, I like that. I don't care what kind of meat it is. I don't care what kind of veggies you put in. It's the, it's a sandwich that is all over you by the time you are done driving it. But you were like, yeah, I ate and I drove at 200 miles an hour. It was the best. <laughs> so I would eat five of those. It's for I'm, me right now. It's five. Yeah. Out of five I'm sandwiches. imagining like a sloppy Joe, but like a sloppy well, Joe's already sloppy just on a plate. Yeah. The idea yeah, of it. But you're being, in a car. You're in a car, and you're you're trying desperately, and then after a while you give up. And you're like you're just giving. You're like sandwich driving 200 miles an hour. Well, you, you're good. You would also be a sloppy Joe when you get out. For oh, me, yes. yeah. <laughs> so great game, really fun. Uh, five out of five for me for at the moment. Love awesome. it. Awesome. All right, now let's get into our news this week, everyone. Last week, we had a bummer of a week for news, all right? (laughs) All sad news. All sad news. I'm going to get that out of the gate right now. There's only one of the sad things, all right? So let's start this week with some delays that have been announced. Uh, The Steam Deck has been delayed two months and will now be released in February of next year. That's that, the the Steam handheld thing that Valve is coming out with. Mm -hmm. Console! Console! Uh, the play date is also being delayed until early next year. I thought that was out. Yeah. The, so did I. They did the, the pre-orders for it. And the thing is, they actually did make 5,000 units of it. However, the battery was so bad on a whole bunch of them that like some of them wouldn't even turn on with the, oh. with the power plug turned down, gotcha. like, plugged in. Ooh. So they got a bad batch of batteries. So like, well, we got to just order new batteries. Yep. I'm sorry, guys. Um, so it's not even on their end. It's just on the, the manufacturing side. And then finally, on the software side, Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker has been delayed for two weeks. Uh, so that way they can do uh, further work on the stability of the game. Because uh, this is like going to end the entire like thing that he's been doing, like the whole trilogy of expansion saga. Yeah, so oh, this is going to be the end. So he's like, I really wanted to push my team in order to you know to to do this right. Uh, but because we did that, we didn't have enough time in order to test like the stability and also right. like make sure there's no bugs or anything. And since this is going to end it, we want to make sure this is good. This is polished. Yeah. I, I read uh, an article of the director of just how he was so open with how sorry he was about delaying it just two weeks. Yep. And, and he like really like this was it was it was it felt really like genuinely heartwarming to see like how much he cares about the players. And I was like, it's, it's two weeks, man. It's hard. We, we've, we've gone through way worse. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. you know, like, But it was still, like, you could tell it was really hurting him to have to do Aww. this. Yeah. Um, that was Yoshi P, yeah, former was, Dragon yeah. of the Week. Yeah. Indeed. That was Yoshi P. He was doing it uh, uh, live. He was just talking to everybody on uh, TV, and he just started breaking down while he Aww. was talking about it. You start crying. I read somewhere, apparently, the shareholders that had already been aw- alerted that was going to happen, they uh-huh. were watching, and a whole bunch of people who were in the company didn't know. And they were watching him do it. And they were like, why is he telling everybody this? And they're like, shh. 
Just let him talk to the people. It's yeah. his game. Let this is not our thing. game. This is not our game. But well, everybody came out in support of him. They're like, hey, listen, yeah. you got to do what you got to do, man. It's fine. Well, so. this gives me two weeks to play all of Final Fantasy fourteen, All <laughs> ten years. No problem. Two weeks. You got this. Let's go. <laughs> I think even if you eat, sleep, dream <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen, you would not finish all of the expansions in you time. You just beelined the main story. You couldn't. I, I think it's what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 massive. Uh, so yeah, while sad uh, with all these delays, uh, we're glad that these delays are happening because it means it's going to be a pre- better product at the end, and that's what we all want, anyways, right? Uh, so so yeah, that's enough of the delays, y'all. Enough of the sad news. Get to the good news, especially for me and Manda. N7 Day happened this week, uh, which is a day of celebration for Mass Effect, uh, which is on November 7th every single year, which was on Sunday this year. And uh, this year they showed off a new poster for the new Mass Effect game that they are working on. And, uh, you know, it's it's just a poster. It's it's a very high resolution, a kind of high resolution poster that you can zoom in on. They have verified that there will be space. Yeah. There will be spaceships and there will be bipedal creatures. That's right. I can't believe they showed that off. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, but they yeah, they showed off. There was the new spaceship as well that you're going to be uh, flying in, apparently. Um, and they also showed a Geth, which is one yes. of the aliens that's. Uh, like a robot alien yeah, type sentient thing. sentient AI. There you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, um, so, yeah. Uh, so maybe it's going to be based around Geth. We'll, we'll find out uh, once it comes out in like several years. I, I'm not expecting this to come out It's soon. not going to come out before Dragon Age. No. And, and Dragon Age doesn't have a release date. So nope. uh, five years? I'm going to go with three. I'll go with three. I'll Ooh. go 2024. No, I, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I want to, to, to come out in three years. Yes. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. It is EA. It is that. So we'll see what happens. And then uh, we got some good news about Devil May Cry, the animated series that's going to be coming out. And that is none of the characters will be voiced by Chris Pratt. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> they confirmed it. So they're like, listen, don't oh. worry about it. It's, it's the, real big on the internet right now. It is. The makers came out just to make sure, in case anyone was wondering, yeah. there would be no Pratt in Double May Cry. That's what it was. I mean, it was about a couple other things, but they confirmed no Chris Pratt. You know what's really funny is I think that I would have been less shocked to hear that he was going to be in Double May Cry than I was to hear that he was going to be Mario. Agreed. Yeah. Or uh, Garfield as <laughs> or Garfield, well. Yeah. Like, craziness. Uh, but then also... Um, they also confirmed that's going to be eight episodes and then that they do have a planned story over multiple seasons. Cool. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy that no, no Chris Rat <laughs> at, at all. And then uh, finally, I'm going to toss it to Troy. He's got a little bit of news. So, uh, yeah, um, as of this past Thursday uh, on 11-11, uh, it marked the 10-year anniversary of The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, the release. Wow. Um, so... Bethesda, they're throwing out a 10th anniversary like addition to Skyrim. Yes, again, a new version of, of Skyrim. Of course, they're releasing it. It's being of course. They got to make that money, man. <laughs> um, and for those who own the previous version, which was like the special edition, if you spend like 20 bucks, they'll upgrade that version to the anniversary version. What, what's in the anniversary edition? They're adding fishing. And Yay. Wow. Yeah. And and things you can do with your fish, you can make an aquarium. You can make like you can mount them. You can not mount them, like ride them, like put them on a wall. They would have been happier if you could mount them and actually uh, yeah. ride the Whee! fish through the water. Like, yeah, I would have been like, yeah, that's some Elder Scrolls stuff right there. Now that's they, an addition. They can't do this. I cannot play Skyrim <laughs> again. <laughs> but for only 
twenty dollars more than the copy you already. There's have. also a couple more, I think, quests as well that they're including. More quests, in there. more dungeons. Um, they're giving everyone who has either the new version or a special edition, um, horse armor for free today. Wow. I mean, uh, when this was recorded on Thursday, so just free horse armor. Here you go, and it looks good too. Because it, it, it's because it's a throwback to when the first uh, uh, microtransaction they ever had for Elder Scrolls was horse armor. And it was oh, $5 really? for horse armor. I think oh. it was $5. That's and, a nice callback. And it was like, and it did nothing for you. It was not like it armored your horse. It was just horse armor that looked eh at best. And so it's just a running gag now. So that was that's what, that's, that's what that was from. Uh, I, feel a, a, I feel good, but a little sheepish. I played uh, Skyrim for the first time. For, I completed Skyrim for the first time this year. And in my head, like I knew they were going to make a new one, but right. n- now I kind of wish I waited a little longer so I can get like this ultimate no, version. No, you're just getting the Skyrim experience <laughs> right now. That's exactly what you are. Yeah. If you start over with a new character and then play half of the game and then get bored and quit, uh-huh, then you uh-huh. will have played Ooh, Skyrim. Okay, yeah. okay. Noted, noted. So you didn't actually play it because you finished it. In, in right. one go. Yeah, that, that's only like like you know how near Automata has you ch- start over again and yeah, again and again. Yeah, multiple endings. Skyrim also does that, but it's Word. not uh, rewarding. Gotcha. And, and it's not even intentional. It's just <laughs> it's just what happens. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, hats off to Bethesda and Skyrim. Uh, there's a really good article. I'll put it on Discord as well of, of developers reminiscing about ten years ago what Skyrim meant to them and where they are now, and it's just a feel good time. So that's amazing. I still can't believe they they came up with something else for us to buy for Skyrim. Like that is the true, the true essence of it. Because yeah, the running gag is also every single new system comes out gets a special edition of Skyrim for it. Um, and so, you know, it's just like, oh, did a new microwave come out this week? I bet it has Skyrim coming <laughs> yeah. out for it. Yeah. Skyrim's on VR. Skyrim's on the Switch. Skyrim's on your Alexa. Like yeah. Skyrim, yeah, it's going to be on everything. So, yeah, it's just funny that they, they got another 20 bucks out of people and it's selling. It's apparently very good. All the reviews for it are good, too. So, yep. Still a great game. Still a great game. You can't beat Skyrim. Uh, even, even though if you try, you can't actually <laughs> physically beat Skyrim. <laughs> Uh, so that will do it for the news this week. And in lieu of a turn up for what, um, we're actually going to have a good old fashioned food fight this week, food y'all. Fight. And to introduce it, we got Joe. Food fight is a segment where we face off in a grueling video game debate. Who will emerge victorious? Who will hang their head in shame? Only time will tell. Our referees for tonight's food fight are myself and Joe. Bada bing! The thoughts and opinions expressed during the Taste of Dragons Food Fighter are presented for the sake of entertainment. The Taste of Dragons fosters a diverse and inclusive environment. We support all types of gamers and gaming styles, but sometimes we just like to have a bit of fun. That's right. And so our contestants this week, contestants, we're going to go, we're going to call you guys contestants. I don't know why. Um, is Troy and Manda. And what they're going to be talking about this week is, especially in Animal Crossing, the difference between like time skipping versus just playing it in real time. How, how do you guys feel about this? So you guys want to start off, Manda? What, what, what is your position? Your honors, <laughs> it is my pleasure to stand before you again on this fine, fine evening. As before, I come to you as a representative of the hard-working gaming citizens of this world. Of those gamers with occupational responsibilities, social obligations, and time restraints. Gamers who do not have the luxury to waste their limited gaming time to conform to the restrictions set in place by the corporate elite. The opposition today will attempt to convince you that these honest, working people 
are to be reproached simply for their desire to consume content. But here I am once again to expose the truth behind their judgment and to protect the common man. My main point is this. Sometimes I don't have time to play Animal Crossing every day. All right. Coming fresh off their win, the Southern person is back, everyone. And so, uh, Troy, how are you going to how are you going to um, reproach this? Your honors, are we really here debating whether traveling through time is a worthwhile endeavor for one's well, time? The audacity of this notion screams desperation in a way that I thought we, as an animal neighboring society, were well past. It is irresponsible, dangerous, and frankly undermines one of the dearest tenets that we strive to achieve, a respectable, sensible work ethic. Time traveling in the world of Animal Crossing is nothing more than a tool for the weak-willed, a free pass for the petulantly impatient, and a perversion of the great creator's magnificent design. Let's examine one's ethics, if we will. There is not enough that can be said for the pride one takes from a good long day's work. The planting of the fruit trees, the watering of the flowers, the picking of the pumpkin patch. To quote the great late 1800s poet Lady Mary Montgomery Violet Fane Curry, All hoped-for things will come to you who have the strength to watch and wait. Our longings spur the steeds of fate, and all good things come to those Wait. Man, coming out strong with the opening argument uh, poetry. Man, what what a power move. Let's see how this works out. So so what do you guys think? Who who wants to who wants to get in on this? Like Joe, what what are you thinking so far? As a person who has never time traveled, aside from the one time when I was in high school and I, I missed Halloween by like an hour. I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't, I had candy for like an entire month. Okay. I had to meet Jack. I left a party early and I missed it by like a half an hour. I had to go back. Aside from that one time, I've, I've never time traveled and it's, it's not my jam. I, I kind of like to take the game slowly and just sort of, you know, do what it wants. You know, it doesn't want you to do everything all at once. It doesn't, doesn't need to go that fast. So I guess I'm kind of in that boat. Kind of. What a strong arguments though. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen uh, with your guys' uh, with your guys's thing. So, uh, who would like to start the uh, the debate here? Uh, shall I put my Margaret Thatcher hat back on or off? I think off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I need mean it. you can you can you can do whatever you want. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. You see, what 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 good is a holiday if you can celebrate it every day? Why dilute the joy of catching your first stingray by not pining for it since late spring for just months and months? I mean, how inexpensive is your pride that you can so easily sell it for a shallow check mark in your bug journal? Time, sh- time traveling is, yes, a way um, you can find success in this world. But I ask you, have you earned that success? The I- obvious answer is no. <laughs> and nor should you. 
I'm actually rather glad that you brought up uh, bugs because um, I, I would like to counter your argument with just the very existence of the beetles, uh, specifically the cicada beetles in, uh, in Animal Crossing. I don't know about you, but I didn't get all of the cicadas in July because I have a full-time job and I didn't have the time that Animal Crossing required to find the ones that exist on the palm trees. So occasionally I like at any point in the year to go back to July and try to catch a giraffe stag, which still eludes me to this day. Uh, I, I'm not saying that, uh, I, I'm not, you know, replaying holidays. I'm not going to events that are forward in time. I'm just trying hmm. to get a singular giraffe stag. Mm -hmm. And I think that, that my dedication to the game is not hampered by my uh, inability to find a single long tentacled, long Pincered creature on a palm Mandibled. tree. Um, re request to put on the Thatcher hat, uh, judges. Uh, granted, granted. Okay, thank you, thank you. Hold on one sec. Let me get the wig. It's powdered. I'm just. Uh, all right, hold on. <clears throat> Wait. Never mind. <laughs> I, can't, I can't go into how historically inaccurate a powdered wig is for Margaret Thatcher, but, but, but it's fine. We'll, it's we'll fine. get there. We'll get there. I'm not sure if she was a barrister or not, but if she was, then she wore one. I don't think you know what a powdered wig is, but that's okay. <laughs> they still wear them in England. They're the barristers wear they them. They do wear wigs. Yes. They're not powdered oh, wigs. Oh, I apologize. Anyway, <laughs> let, me get this, let me get this hat on. Okay. <clears throat> the opposition would have you believe that complete ownership over one's time is paramount in the success of their livelihood. While this may produce immediate results for my colleague here, I believe it is quite narrow-minded to only look at one's own portrait when they are actually part of the larger picture. Does my colleague even take into account the catastrophic causalities that occur each and every time she and her time-traveling cohorts break the sacred timeline? Would you like to go into specifics about these so-called... <clears throat> uh, exhibit A. Here we have uh, one. Last name McFly, first name Martin. In this instant, the person in question time-traveled 30 years into his past. By doing so, he put into jeopardy the existence of his siblings, also himself, thus setting off a chain of events that would ultimately lead to the decimation of his hometown, the murder of his father, and the ruination of his mother. While, yes, making a quick buck might sound appealing, the astronomical effects that could occur when whistling tomfoolery with the timelines are simply not worth the chance. I was unaware that we were going to bring in the fiction of other universes into our Animal Crossing discussion. But, but you know, your counterpoint, if you did watch the full anthology of the Back to the Future series, mm -hmm. you will notice that, that at the end of the series, with the completion of all of the time-traveling events, that, that all in, in question actually ended happily together, the, the murder of his father being resolved. For one timeline... But what about the other ones? Now, how many timelines have you haphazardly created to then subsequently abandon on a whim? Villages brought to a standstill, turnip economies tossed in the blender, and for what? A fish? A seasonal mosquito? <laughs> Frankly, I think your behavior is admonishable, and for your actions, you should feel nothing short than the sobering sting of shame. I, I think it's probably very easy, Mrs. Thatcher, for you to have these opinions uh, with your high <laughs> and lofty governmental position. I'm sure that you have lots of free time in which to play Animal Crossing. You could probably play during regular business hours when us, the, the hardworking individuals of the a Animal Crossing Isles, uh, have, have other responsibilities. So, I mean, I'm sure you have your giraffe stags aplenty uh, mounted your office. 
but for for those of us who who have to drive to work and uh, uh, work is th- that thing you do between nine and five, uh, <laughs> we, we we don't always have the time to play every Animal Crossing day, and I have just as much right to have those DIYs as as you do, uh, uh, Mrs. Troy Thatcher. Uh, I have just as much right to buy stolen artwork and to c- collect songs from uh, Mr. Slider, even if I happen to have something else to do on a Saturday. It isn't do- like I don't deserve that collection. Do you, do you care not for what the developers intended? Did, do they put a feature that you can go to Tom Nook's uh, uh, you know, counter and ask, hey, I'd like to travel forward a few days? No, the developers did not put that into the game. Therefore, you are playing uh, your own perversion of it. Why, why would you even want to do I, that? I'm glad you brought that up because uh, in, in the Animal Crossing, when you didn't save your game properly, Rossetti would come up and he would yell at you. Yes. But Rossetti would not come up and yell at you if you change the time. And they know you're doing it. The system knows that it was 4 o'clock, you know, three minutes ago, and now it's 10 p.m. But Rossetti doesn't, he, he does not police time travel. Even though he was given the option. So your assumption is that the developers don't want us to time travel. But I believe recently, one of the developers of Animal Crossing, whose name I will insert here after I look it up, uh, uh, came to say that he did not mind if people time traveled, although it was not his original intention. And that it, is people my should point. enjoy the game the way that they... I feel like the people have pressured the developers to shoehorn in their <laughs> own, their own uh, uh, predilic- predilections. I believe that people, they just want it so bad, they complained on the internet a bunch, they, they decided to break the game, and by doing so, it's not, it's not even good enough a feature that the developers could acknowledge it. Instead, they're just turning a blind eye towards it. That should tell you, that should leave something in your gut after you time travel to really know how the developers feel about it. If they really loved it, hey, we just got an update with a thousand new features. Not a single one of them is time travel. I believe that in this moment you are comparing your playthrough with other people's playthroughs. And I, and I believe that everyone should be free to play their own way. In fact, I believe it was the late, great Mark Twain that said, Comparison is the death of joy. Bold arguments. Bold arguments, yeah, you this two. Is, this, is, this is pretty good. It's heated. It's heated. Was that your closing statement? No. Oh. <laughs> No, we haven't gotten to those. We're oh. about to. Oh, I'm about goodness. to get to them. Let me put this wig back on. I shouldn't have taken it off. <laughs> but that's what we're going to get to right now, because I think this is a good argument so far, Joe. I'm enjoying it. This is very, very hard to decide which one of these fine, upstanding citizens is correct. I know. This I mean, it's difficult. It's, it's very difficult. I agree. Uh, but let's get into the closing arguments, everyone. I do want to point out, though, that as a... As our southern uh, southern bell, I, I was going to say bell, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As our southern bell has pointed out, uh, it was Ayakia Goku and Hisashi Nogami that actually stated that they think that the game is, in the long run, better if you don't time travel. But they were very for it because they think that however you play the game is how you should play the game. You paid for the game. Well, they so. have to say that. What are they going to do? Just just write off all of their viewers, all of their players. I think it's better if you play with, you know, what the developers actually wanted you to play with. That's, you know, if, that's, that's fair. fair. That's very fair. But let's get into the closing arguments, you guys. Uh, what, is, what, is your, what are your closing arguments? In conclusion, I hope the court can see the folly that falling prey to one's ego can manifest. 
This selfish act of time manipulation should be broadly perceived as taboo, degenerate, and in my opinion, with any luck, ultimately outlawed. We should all play on an even ground. That way we know each villager has earned their praise. And until then, I think all time travelers should have to wear a hat that reads as follows. I'm a ninny nincompoop and a foppish afternoon farmer. My case is rested. Very bold, very bold. And now, Amanda, how about you? In summary, I hope that my simple argument brought to light the injustice of our video gaming society and that you now agree we should all be free to choose when we play, how we play, and what we do with the games that we play. Time is merely a construct, ladies and gentlemen, and should never be used to judge our Animal Crossing players, those simple, honest folk just trying to get the best prices for their turnips. Thank you for your time, and uh, I will also say that, that I've placed a freshly baked apple pie under each one of your seats. And with that, I yield the floor. Oh, oh my god, I thought I thought there was something was warm, warm underneath here. I, oh my gosh, that's... Oh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> oozing out. I, I, sat, I sat too far on it. Uh, I didn't. It smells glorious. I'll have some of yours then, because yeah, yeah, yeah. mine's <laughs> all over the floor. I'll happily share. <laughs> I didn't know. I, it's, it's okay. I, the, the, the scent permeated, and I was like, what is that? Is someone someone making a recipe somewhere around here? That I, I need, Do I need to pick up my animal I, I thought person? I was just stabbed. That's what all the red was for. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to mention anything, because they were doing so well. Uh, I, I will say, I, I'm having a very hard time with deciding anything. I almost feel like we should leave this up to the viewers, possibly. You know, that's not a bad idea because, you know, myself, I, have, I personally have never time traveled. I haven't. I've been to islands with people who have. Um, and even, but it's just, for me, it's like other things where it's like, I don't care if you do it. I'm just not going to do it myself. All right. So, so I can't have an opinion on this because I like both of you guys' opinions. And I loved both of you guys' poetry, your quotations. <laughs> Your yeah. Southern Belle and your your Margaret Thatcher. We both uh, quoted people from the 1800s, didn't we? Yeah, we, 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 yeah, we did. <laughs> I, I agree. I think nice you're both babe. right, personally. I, I, as a person who has time traveled once, and that was too much then, because I thought I broke it, and I was freaking out. Oh, yeah. Steady. Like, I was losing my darn mind, and it's not good. But uh, all in all, I, I, I actually totally agree with both of you guys, and I, I do think we should leave this up to the audience. I agree. I agree. And I think, I think she only uh, quotes the 1800s, because that's where her character is from. Yes. Mm. So they yeah. actually don't mm-hmm. know anything past the 1800s. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Just doesn't exist. <laughs> Video games in the 1800s. That's all they have. That's all they got. <laughs> that cross those, yeah, those, yeah, those roads somehow cross. I do like that my character is clearly a gentleman and then your character yeah. is a lady. I like, yes. I like that. I like that we were like. It was pretty great. It, it was it was pretty fantastic. So yes, please let us know in the Discord or even on Instagram, anywhere that you are listening to this or you interact with us. Let us know. And uh, either tweet us or even uh, uh, in the Discord on the podcast. Are you team time travel or team real time? Yeah. Let us know. Inquiring minds want to know. Thank you guys so much. And so unfortunately, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Are you looking for more Taste of Dragons content? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Discord, or Twitch for more discussions, more video games, and most of all, more sandwiches. We are at Taste of Dragons everywhere, and we'd love to hear from you. We would. And sorry about this bait and switch, everybody. We did say this was going to be an Animal Crossing 
focused episode. But you know, the other horizons came out, and that's just how it happens. We right? talked about Animal Crossing. We did. Yeah. We did. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it, there's just too much, guys. There's way yeah. too much. We're stretching it out. This way, every episode can be kind of like an Animal Crossing episode. That's right. Yay. That's absolutely right. So, guys, as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda, and I'm Joe. And we are the, the Taste, Taste of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Would you mind passing some of that apple pie? I would be delighted. Oh, thank you. You're such a gentleman. Oh, and you're, you're quite the lady, if I must say. So. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. A podcast for everyone's day.